Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. You're listening to Wicked Sources, the podcast. I'm your host, Mike, broadcasting live from Los Angeles. Every week, I bring you news information that could affect you, including alternative products that can bring a little comfort to your life. For our awesome culture and community of smokers, vapors, stoners, and all-around hippies, if you like what you hear and you want to stick around, consider subscribing. Before I begin today's podcast, I want to shout out my sponsor, Anchor.fm. If you've ever wondered about starting a podcast, now is the best time. Anchor.fm allows you to record, add music, transitions, and so much more. They'll even help you distribute your podcast to multiple platforms, all automatically. Anchor.fm. Try it today. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully everyone's having a great day. We have a weekly roundup of a lot of news that I have curated for my trusty Google feed because it knows what I'm interested in, just like it knows what you're interested in. So this week, we're going to cover some things that are potentially going to affect you in a negative way. So let's dive into it. The first item on the list is this global fight that looms over Kratom. This was released by Politico some time ago, and I've been following the story for a few weeks now. And I can tell you that from the last podcast I mentioned to you guys, the U.S. has been unsuccessful in banning it. The public outcry has pushed the FDA back from uh, finding any success with banning it. So the FDA took a different approach. They decided to go ahead and ask the public. So this is your opportunity to uh, have your voice heard so that you can explain to them why banning it would be a bad idea. Naturally, we have the acknowledgement from the last few years. There is a definitive acknowledgement that we have a problem in our country, an opioid crisis, and that this has been a safe alternative. But um, since they have been unsuccessful in banning Kratom here in the States, this is something that looks good on the surface, but what you may not know, and it's not being talked about, so you're going to hear it here first, what's not being talked about is the different approach the U.S. government is taking on this. What am I, what am I saying? Well, what I'm saying is that behind the scenes, behind the curtain, they are attempting to convince and persuade the World Health Organization to make a determination and that would have an international effect. I don't know how the WHO is going to designate this, but depending on how they approach it and what they designate it as, if it does get banned globally, then we can say goodbye to Kratom. Um, of course, because it's an international organization, uh, it doesn't matter what the U.S. population has to say about it that basically blankets the entire globe. Um, very troubling, very alarming, uh, as I'm sure many of you might think so as well. Let me share with you what I think may happen. If it does get banned, I can almost for certain guarantee the things that will come into our markets will be much, much deadlier compared to Kratom. And this is for the obvious fact. The, the need of the market 
isn't just going to go away. And it, it's surprising to me at times, but um, the government knows this too. If you remove something or ban something, that's no longer available. But naturally, something will always take its place. We don't know what that's going to look like. Moving on to the next story. The FDA will search Reddit to learn about the effects of CBD and emerging cannabinoids like Delta-8 THC. We haven't talked much on this podcast about CBD, but I have talked about it extensively on my YouTube channel. Because of the Farm Bill in 2018, it has become more accessible and more accepted from all the varying states and their laws. So it can be transported, goes over borders, no problem. Um, And there are specific safety standards about CBD. The Delta-8 is a little bit newer, and I did make a podcast about this, about what it is and how it works. I would encourage you to check it out. But Delta-8 THC is also hemp-derived and therefore legal under that farm bill that was passed in 2018. So why is the FDA searching Reddit? Well, you may be a Redditor yourself. Reddit is an awesome community, but there's a lot of stories and information where people share their experiences and insights about products and many, many different things. And so it's a treasure trove of data for the FDA to kind of try to understand how people are using CBD or Delta-8 and what are they getting out of it. Ultimately, I feel um, if we don't properly um, regulate products like this and properly regulate the agencies that are supposed to oversee them, um, we may never get the proper funding for research. Research is the key to try to understand how these things work in the human body and brain. Um, but it'll be interesting to kind of find out what they might get out of this. And I will keep you guys updated on what the FDA uh, finds out and what they'll actually release to the public after they're done with their study on Reddit. Have you tried CBD? What do you use it for? What about Delta 8? Have you heard about it? It's been emerging for the last year or so, and I've been using it for quite some time now. Uh, it's my job to test products before I offer them, and that's uh, that's how I got exposed to it, and that's how I decided I like Delta 8 more than I like traditional Delta 9 cannabis. That's my personal preference. Let's move on to the next story here. So this was really interesting to me, and I don't know. Um, John Hopkins... Excuse me. Uh, John Johns Hopkins researchers find thousands of unknown chemicals in electronic cigarettes. When I heard this, I said, well, wait a minute. Who's electronic cigarettes? There's so many out there. So naturally, I read the story, and there was brands that were listed in there that I've never heard of. And I thought to myself, well... There's so many brands, not all of them are going to be legitimate, but most of the brands that we're all familiar with come out of certified facilities, FDA certified facilities. They're designated to work on these products, to manufacture them, bottle them, fill them, whatever it is. So what, you know, who are these brands and what are these thousands of unknown chemicals that are being found in them? 
when there's such a blanket statement like this, it makes you think um, makes you think all vaping or all vaping products or electronic nicotine delivery systems are bad. And I've seen this happen before with the you know previous scare over the years. Uh, people that just start vaping and they finally quit smoking, which was already so difficult to do for them, um, they get hit with a piece of news from CNN claiming, you know, the vitamin E acetate is found in all vape juice, but um, or just all e-cigarettes because it's a blanket statement. And some of these people just withdraw when they finally made such incredible progress in kicking cigarettes and finding a, a better alternative like uh, nicotine devices, they're all of a sudden told by supposedly trustworthy media to bring you real facts that um, there's vitamin E acetate in e-cigarettes. It's I remember that specific time period. Maybe you do as well. When I heard this news, I was just I, I did make a video about it on YouTube. I I just couldn't believe that these are supposed to be the professional journalists, but they don't, you know, they don't really bring the news. Believe it or not, the actual details about the vitamin E acetate in those articles were buried way below at the end, where rarely anybody actually reads to the end. So in a sense, yes, they did tell the truth about where it was found, but in the entire article from beginning to nearly end, there was no mention of it, leading people to believe that it's all e-cigarettes, all of them, when it's just not the case. So what are these thousands of unknown chemicals? And will they be able to identify any of these chemicals? Can we get a better understanding of who these companies are that are making these? Because more than likely, they're not coming out of you know the legitimate facilities that are here. They're probably, and I might get in trouble for saying this, but they're probably coming out of China. Moving on. So this was, this really pissed me off, as I'm sure it might piss you off. So Bank of America cancels account for Marijuana and Psychedelics Research Institute, who is already registered with the DEA to conduct this research. And this bank account is how they get their funding and spend the money in order to further their research. Now, we know cannabis has helped millions of people over the years, but even more so, psychedelics as as of the last few years has shown incredible promise and the areas in which that we're seeing really really remarkable results is depression and anxiety and PTSD these are very serious conditions that people are going through and psychedelics has been shown to actually really reduce those symptoms that's why there's research behind it so like what is Bank of America thinking at this point that they would just cancel the account? I mean, who are they going to bank with in order to be able to pay for their equipment, their research materials, their raw materials? They, you know, you can't really fund an operation and then have nowhere to stash the money. For God's sake, it's it's a legal, a legal research institute. It's not the black market. It's not, you know, it's not a cartel that can just hide money in a, you know, in a facility or um, in duffel bags. It's really ridiculous. Um, but we'll update you as more information comes out on this. As I had read through this article, 
uh, Bank of America is saying that they're just um, having to really follow the federal guidelines and that is what they're hiding behind currently by making a move like this. Now, over the years, I've heard many people in the cannabis industry get completely terminated, bank accounts shut down, money seized for six months. Um, Bank of America has done this. Chase has done this. Wells Fargo has done this. So it's not unheard of, but these are generally um, businesses, not research institutes, which is Yes, it's a form of business, but not on the front end for consumer purposes. This is for research. The ones that have been shut down in the cannabis industry were mostly front-end retailers who were selling cannabis as a legal business within their respective state and were putting the money into a bank account, probably under a fake business name, because that's the only way they can do it. Let's move on. And this is our final piece here. First haul of Kratom seized just weeks after drug is banned in Hong Kong. So I imagine this might be some of what the WHO has been um, has been uh, doing, what they've managed to do. The World Health Organization has been tasked by the U.S. government to try to um, find a solution to get this plant out of people's hands. So I don't know exactly the reason, and I'm going to research why Hong Kong banned Kratom. But ultimately, this is uh, this looks like a pretty large seizure and probably one in many to come for that region. Now, we know Kratom comes out of Southeast Asia, Indonesia, and places like that. We do know that Thailand just legalized it, but um, being that it's in that region, the pressure that might be coming from above uh, might create a lot of problems for these farmers who are in, in Indonesia who cultivate and harvest and process and then distribute. At the end of the day, we are in the beginning of this situation. Yes, we've seen years of prohibition against uh, Kratom in the sense that they are trying to ban it and trying to make up fake news, which is a real thing. They have made up so many fake articles and so many fake cases and so many false statements um, that it's very difficult to believe them when they say anything at this point. However, this is why I say we're kind of in the beginning stages of all this because uh, now it's really getting serious. Where it might lead, I don't know. But it is my job to keep you informed, so I'm going to keep doing so as I learn more. And hopefully as Google and its feed continues to feed me the information that I need to share with you. So if you found value, consider sticking around. I appreciate it, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. Thank you.